0: Sunday it's the podcast
1: man I've been having the weirdest most surreal week so one of my favorite bands of all time not that this is a music podcast but um, Boy Sets Fire Nathan Gray from Boy Sets Fire has done a bunch of side projects and this last week I just stumbled across his solo project that's just him with a few people making music and doing some original songs and doing some Boy Sets Fire covers and doing some solo covers of other songs that he wrote for other projects that he's done. And it's just fucking with me. That guy is amazingly talented and so deep and layered. And I learned so much about his life and his history that has gone into all of this music. And I have this really hard time because his childhood was really fucked up. And so then you're sitting here going, well man, if his childhood hadn't been so fucked up, would his art be so good? It would not. And then you think to yourself, well, shit, was it worth it? And like, it just, you can't say yes.
0: Well, and that's kind of the deal though with music. Like you see it a million times, like you get comedy, music, you know, whatever the medium, when people come into it broke and struggling, they produce really great shit and they talk about the reality of their hard lives and things like that. And then when they become famous and make money, the quality starts to drop and they start going for quantity and. You know, their lives aren't as entertaining because everything's done for him at that point.
1: Yeah. And you know, this guy is not famous enough to be that famous and have that happen. My personal experience of my pers- my personal experience of my personal experience of his music is that has just been a consistent upward trend. And the more I listen to him and the more he talks about the, all of the stuff that went into it, the more he sounds like, He's getting better and better and better and and moving further and further through dealing with all of that shit that he had to deal with as a a young person. And it's still it's not impacting him. Him getting healthier is only helping his music, which I think is fantastic. And I just wanted to I know that you don't listen to this podcast, Nathan Gray, but I am going to send you an email and tell you how much I love the music that you're doing. And tell you that I have a podcast where I talk about you for two minutes and maybe you'll just listen to it for that. Or maybe you'll just be grateful that your music touches people the way that you have talked about music touching you.
0: Maybe you'll get a restraining order in the mail when he talks about <laughs> you, you touching him and him wanting, and you wanting him to touch you.
1: We're both consenting adults
0: and touch each other. <laughs> uh, so Ride Apart Repeat is coming up quick, man. Yeah. Oh, we're a week away.
1: Reminder, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, the The presumed Oregon Run Weekend is now Ride Apart Repeat.
0: I'm starting Wednesday.
1: My plan was to start Wednesday, and then life gets in the way of plans. My bike is still in the shop in parts. And the people that I'm planning on riding the initial day with are not leaving until Friday because the other stuff going on in the middle of the week. So my plans have changed. I'm okay with it for the most part.
0: It's been really hard to keep on the trajectory of leaving Wednesday. Uh, So we put a new pipe on Cherie's bike, you know, put a damn moto two into one on it. And then while we were in there, we found broken brake linkage that was on the verge of of self-destructing. JB Weld, bro. You know that was an option until I touched it and it fell into pieces.
1: Oh, you fucking get like, like felt. Like, oh shit!
0: Yeah, I broke the adjuster end off of it. Just uh, like I lifted it up on the pedal with like four pounds of pressure and it just snapped. So uh, Harley was ten days out to get one of those. Thankfully, we found this company, um, DK Fab or DK Custom Fab, something like that. I'll have to I'll have to get the exact name, but they made. Uh, solid stainless steel version of the same shitty cast metal part from Harley. Uh, we got it shipped in two days. Um, you know, got it installed yesterday. So as far as that goes, we're back on trajectory with her bike. But then I realized that my front tire is not going to make, uh, you know, 22,000, you know, uh, 2,400 mile ride. Sure. Know, it's just not going to last. So. I got a tire ordered from Legion. They got a rush on that. Hopefully, I'll be able to swap that out Tuesday and be able to get on the road on Wednesday.
1: In case you've never listened to this podcast before, tires are the single most important component on your motorcycle.
0: Absolutely true. I was ready to risk it on that tire that I've got. But, you know, you look at it and it's like, oh, there's still tread there. I'll probably make it, you know, to my next oil change. But you probably won't you know it's it's not worth risking it and changing a tire on the road is going to cost me 500 bucks and doing it here before i leave is going to be 40? sub 200 oh, I mean, well with the tire and everything yeah sure yeah. i was
1: like if you don't count the cost of the tire that doing it yourself at legion is a no brainer yeah. I and mean, it's cheap as hell
0: legion said they well i they said their flat rate on it was really reasonable uh, i don't want to quote prices cuz i'm no, I mean me if, and,
1: if you have them do it, I don't know what it costs. if you do it, it's the shop rate unless they've changed it so asterisk they might have changed it. but the last time I did work at the shop was forty five dollars an hour yeah, so if you do it yourself with their tire machine and all that jazz, you're looking at forty five bucks yeah tops it's totally not to bad. do the work.
0: So we're going to get that taken care of. Uh, and along those, you know, other hangups is I'm going into areas where I've never been on a motorcycle before. So I picked up a couple of really neat apps that I'm super excited about. And
1: Oh, you're going to have to tell me because I'm going into areas where I've never been before.
0: Yeah. So I I don't know if they have this one for iPhone, but for Android, I got an app called Visitor Map. And what it is is every state forest, uh, and you can just zoom in on the state forest And it shows you whether or not there's camping there, uh, gives you direct links to their website, allows you to download the map offline, and it's for for all 50 states.
1: Uh, Is it map of Forest Service lands or?
0: So there's the Explore USFS, which is the actual Forest Service one, which is not as good as this one called Visitor Map.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at I'm looking at a visitor map. Actually, we can we can figure this out and try to help people. The visitor map who puts it who puts it out? Who's the developer for visitor map?
0: It's just tagged by the National Forest Service, so, yeah, so it I'm may at the same be thing,
1: U.S. Forest Service.
0: Yeah, it may be one of their official apps, uh, but it's really great. When you first open it up, it gives you a splash screen with accessibility info. Uh, camping in cabins, hiking, whether you're going to ride a horse, picnic, fish, whatever. It's got all that stuff on the front. You click on whichever one of those you're interested in. I chose camping. It brings up a picture of the United States. You just zoom into the general area that you're in and you start seeing, you know, little picnic tables and campsites that you can click on. And then those bring you into, uh, you know, where the campsites are exactly in the forest that you're looking at. And uh, also bring up the website for you to download all the information and view and see if they're open. Um, you know, cause with COVID they might not be open.
1: Sure. This one I'm scrolling down through, like from also from this developer, there's specific Northwest forests. They oh, okay. app that's specifically for the PNW. Nice. I have not downloaded or looked at any of these, so I can't vet them at all. I can only tell you take it or, Take it for what it's worth. There's 18 ratings on the Visitor Map app, and it's got a 3.1 star. Oh, okay. Uh, so it looks like it's probably not super great. Well, the one that but I but it's got, better um, than nothing if yeah. you're looking at this kind of if you're trying to get hopefully as up to date information as you can.
0: The Visitor Map one that I got, I'm extremely happy with the the way that it works and that you can download it offline. It's the whole United States. It covers national forests, but it does not cover. National monuments, I guess, like Yellowstone Park. When you go to Yellowstone, it's blacked out because that's a different thing. It's not a national forest, it's a national park. Okay. So for the national parks, you have to go to their specific website and look at their up to date information. I haven't found an app for the national parks yet. Um, But yeah, but for national forests and emergency camping, I think that's going to be useful. Because, like, so my brother just did uh, a four day camp grant. camping trip and he had to cut his a day short because the Diamond Lake website said that they were open and accepting camping and when he got there at like seven o'clock at night ready to go set up camp it was closed and they weren't allowing camping so he wound up riding another three and a half hours home that night instead of camping and, and just staying you know so it's possible the websites can be giving you misinformation double check make sure you're okay where you're at
1: if you can find a ranger station phone number call and verify what you see online to make sure that it's true.
0: The other one is uh, weather apps. I can't stress this enough. Check the weather the night before plan a general idea. And then the next day, and because it can definitely change overnight, especially if you're getting into areas that are mountainous, like yeah. we're heading over to, uh, to the Rockies and that can change minute by minute. And this time of year, they're still getting snow. You know, it's all fine and good over in Eastern Oregon. It's 80 degrees. And then you get up in the Rockies at, you know, 13,000, 14,000 feet. And, you know, you're still in snow and sleet and nasty shit that you don't want to be in a motorcycle with.
1: Yeah. And that's this, this time of year in the Pacific Northwest, for those of you who are local to the Oregon region, this is that time of year where... You know, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. And just because it's nice and shiny right now and dry does not mean that it's going to be halfway through your ride that day.
0: And the last app that I picked up that I think is important to mention, because we were all planning on camping in Union County. And, of course, they just had a massive COVID outbreak, which uh, said which told me, hey, I need to camp someplace else. So I started looking and I found an app that's actually a COVID map. Mm. And it gets up to date input, um, town by town instead of state by state or something like that. You can zoom into the town you're going to see how many cases they've have, uh, how many people have recovered, um, what their death rate is. So you can see how they're handling their COVID in their area and kind of get an idea whether or not you even want to stop there for gas.
1: Who's, uh, what's that called and who's it by?
0: Oh Jesus. Let's see if I can find that one. Um, Oh, maybe it was just a website or I failed to download it. Cause I'm not seeing it now.
1: Well, there are a few, if you, sir, if you search on Apple apps, if you search COVID-19 tracker, there's a few options.
0: And one of the things to be careful with on those is if it tries to access your contacts, pick a different one. Cause yes. there's a lot of like really shady tracking shit going on with, yes. uh, with some of these fake COVID apps. Um, yeah, I wish I could find the one that I just had the other day Because that one was actually really nice and functional uh, I'll have to dig it back up Maybe when we take a break And see if I can find it again But I was really happy with it It worked well It showed me exactly what I needed to know um, So yeah, keep track of your COVIDs Bring, bring masks with you uh, Even if you're not a fan of the masks And you're in that camp It's always a good idea just to Match the level of comfort of people around you So that you don't have to stress it out
1: Oh, I don't give a shit about matching the level of comfort of people around me. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask,
0: too. I'm saying for people that don't normally wear masks. Sure. If you're outside of your area and you pull into a gas station and they're wearing masks, obviously they're worried. Be polite. Put a mask on. It's not going to hurt yet. It's or tie a minutes. bandana over your face. Yeah. Even a I bandana I mean, is good I don't enough.
1: believe that it's better than nothing, but from a aesthetic, from a like a optics standpoint, it's better than nothing.
0: It is better than nothing because it blocks spittle. Like, and that's the big thing is like, that's how people are getting sick is just face to face conversations because you naturally kind of spit when you talk. Sure. So really that's what you're trying to cut down on. Yeah.
1: I've got masks. I'm carrying a handful of them, um, on my trip because I'm going out of state and I don't know what from town to town. I don't know what the, the tendency, the prevalence is going to look like.
0: Yeah, in some places people just don't wash their hands. So I'm bringing masks, I'm bringing some gloves, I'm bringing uh, Mm -hmm. some some wipes.
1: Hand sanitizer.
0: Hand sanitizer. Just kind of try to stay as safe as I can. It's a a stressful time to be out on the road.
1: The vast majority of those things are accessible now, um, where when this all started, there was a run on everything. You couldn't get your hands on gloves. You couldn't get your hands on hand sanitizer. They're out there. Now,
0: yeah, the one thing I haven't been able to get is um just pod filters for my respirator, mm. which you know I actually use for work, which has been kind of frustrating, but it's all right. They'll come back around at some point. I can get some cheap ones out of China, but they might have covid just like injected in them. I think they're doing that. They're just like over there injecting covid into the carbon. I'm shipping. rolling
1: you can't see this because it's an audio recording but I'm rolling my eyes at Adam
0: right now I want to start doing video just so people can see that You give me so <laughs> many dirty looks while I'm talking
1: yeah China is spreading this on purpose guys and you know I choose to give humans the benefit of the doubt
0: let's do the covid cast no yeah yeah i uh, yeah it's all it's all weird shit out there right now I'm excited to get out of town though uh it's gonna be interesting. Because I know rural Oregon just doesn't seem to believe that COVID exists, it seems like, for the most part.
1: Yeah, which explains why Union County's got have a massive spike again.
0: Yeah, all from a church.
1: Because it's, it's not real. Yeah. It's not real. It's not a real thing.
0: Let's see. What else? Uh, so we covered weather. Uh, road closures, um, usually when you're going down the highway... You'll see either radio stations you can tune into or, you know, 800 numbers that you can call to get the current road closures in that area. Yep. Um, two wrongs don't make a right, but three rights make a left. <laughs> so, you know, you can always make three right turns and get around to whatever it is that's blocking you.
1: It's true. Um, that's generally not some This time of year, it's not something you're going to have to worry about if you're main roading it. And we also know that our crew that listens to this podcast and does this event with us is not a main road kind of group. So just be aware of things. If you're planning on getting way out there, check, double check, triple check. Like I'm not even sure Ripplebrook is open right now for people who... Live in the Grand area? Okay. Yeah, it's Let's open. See.
0: Um. Oh, uh, cautionary tale from my brother. If you're doing the, the fossil run and you're doing, like, bake oven out to uh, Shanico um, Antelope Fossil Area, they're laying chip seal out there actively right now. So, uh, like, they, they got stuck doing 30 miles an hour over a long stretch of fresh chip seal that they were laying down. Within you know a couple a couple hundred yards in front of them, like they were right behind the truck, so that sucks.
1: Yeah, man, uh, I'm not into that because there's no you're you get that on your bike and you're fucked. You get it on your car and you're fucked because you can't if you stop at a gas station or like a power like pay and spray uh, wash stop, you can't spray your bike while it's still hot because you run the risk of cracking uh, engine components for the heat because of the heat difference sure but then if you sit long enough or to be cool enough you the chip uh, seal run set. the risk of the ch- chip seal setting so you're yeah gross man that sucks
0: well and it's low traction too you know um i usually rip over fresh chip seal pretty fast but a lot of people don't like riding it you know they'll they'll cruise 20 30 miles an hour and that's probably the safe bet. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else is going on So yeah with with uh, everything that's going on Road maintenance has been delayed or deferred um, The roads aren't as, In as good a shape as they normally are So you're going to be looking at, at Gravel on roads and places that hasn't had A chance to be worn off yet uh, Oh he also told me that the That empty gas station in Shanico Is now a functional gas station again
1: Yeah but is it a functional gas station Like the one on uh, The Alcee Highway or is oh, it an actual functional gas station?
0: This time of year, I'm willing to bet they're pumping a lot of gas. So it's probably pretty fresh.
1: Yeah, man, that that LC gas station murdered Fox's
0: bike. Yeah, man, bad gas is terrible. I uh, went on a ride recently, and I thought there was something wrong with my motor until I got got I got I got bad gas in Estacada and then went over Ripple Brook and stopped in Detroit Lake and got non-ethanol in Detroit Lake. And immediately my bike just pepped right back up and it's like, Oh yeah, I'm fine. So that's good. Yeah. I was having detonation problems and all sorts of stuff. Mm,
1: this is, this is a con- I don't understand, man. This is a country that runs on dinosaurs. Like as much as people want us to change and it, might be a really good idea to start shifting in a direction that has a much smaller carbon footprint. We use so many dead dinosaurs in all of our vehicles. How is bad gas even a thing that exists?
0: I don't know. And and you would think that, I don't know if octane booster helps that or anything, but you would think that there'd be something you can do on the road really quick to be like, Oh, I have a bad tank of gas. I'm just going to dump this little splishy splash in there and be fine. Yeah. I mean, I haven't found that product. If you
1: are in a hard way. Oh, you haven't. I was going to say, I've I've
0: used octane booster and that helps a little bit, but it doesn't do everything.
1: If you're in a bad way, uh, do it because the octane booster is not going to be what causes you engine problems. It's the bad gas.
0: Yeah. So you're not going to like,
1: you're not going to make it worse by putting octane booster in it. Right. Yeah. But it might, it might not fix the problem, but you're not going to make it worse for right. that tank of gas. Like it's, it's fine.
0: And a lot of the new octane boosters have extra lubricants and stuff in them that, that might help also. Cause that's the, you know, the big problem that I run into with, with my motor is pre-detonation or predetonation. So, you know, it, and so with shitty gas, it detonates under compression instead of by spark, and then you get a really long burn out of it, and it's shitty. Where octane booster will help kind of shorten that up and put it back in the proper range. So that's a that's definitely a concern. And water in your fuel is always a bad thing. You know, no easy fix for that one. Got to drain the tank,
1: the whole tank,
0: because water floats, right? Water floats on gas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Water floats on gas. You
1: can put, I mean, you, you can put state like, uh, most auto parts stores sell a product called stable S T A B I L. And it's for that problem. You put it in, uh, um, water, water sports. I can't think of words, man. Aquatic vehicles for if you get water in your gas tank on a, on a boat or on a jet ski
0: or if it's old gas old methane methanol gas that's attracted water because that's the problem with methanol
1: yeah this the stable binds to i don't honestly know if stable is uh combustible but it binds to the water and makes it it forces it through the system
0: yeah basically it, it uh it basically turns the water back into a gas into a vapor Yeah. And then it gets uh, pushed out through your vapor locks and stuff like that. Yeah. So those are good products. Let's see. We covered weather. We covered detours. Road conditions might be shitty. Roads might be closed. Uh, Camping might be sparse. We got a huge document from Law Tigers about legally camping in Oregon. Uh, the big takeaways that I got from that are uh, it's illegal to camp within 25 feet of a river, which I knew. It's it, And it's just a bad idea because the river can swell and take you away. That's all that that is. It's more of a safety thing. Um, you can't camp within 100 feet of a road, but we've got motorcycles. We can bust the brush for 100 feet and... Park somewhere,
1: or if you have to hike off, yeah. Park your bike on the shoulder and and hike off. I know that people are real sketched out about that. I am also. I wouldn't leave my bike unless I had some kind of serious. No,
0: I always find spots where I can bust in between the trees. Though it's usually just like you know, there's two or three feet of brush, and then after that, you've just got a little bit of like underbrush that you can roll over.
1: As far as legality goes, I am not a lawyer, and I'm not speaking to legality. But for safety, if you are ripping off road a little bit short way to get off of the road between some trees or whatever to do your camping on open land. Make sure that it's open land. Uh, A lot of those lands have those skinny metal stakes with piano fucking wire on them as quote unquote fences. And that bitch will take you down fast. Yeah. So make sure that you're not riding at a fence. Take it real easy. Don't go fucking ham through those those areas because you don't know whether or not there's some sort of and if
0: if your campground has a porta potty and a a picnic table in it it's probably a pay for camp place you know so find the pay station pay your 20 bucks or whatever it is for for you and your extra vehicles and hang out have a great time you know somebody's got to get in there and clean that toilet when you're done with it and that's Uh, what that covers
1: i don't know if we talked about this on any of our previous episodes, but you know this is last minute, so we we re- re- reiterate some stuff. Somewhat. Oh,
0: one last thing, real quick, before we get off a of campsite. It's not. It's not off campsite. Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, Hip Camp is like Airbnb for camping. People are putting up. People who have big pieces of property are putting up their property for camping. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, it's. A, I don't know if they have an app. I haven't looked. It is a website, and you can go and like basically pay a camping fee to camp on private property.
0: Do us a favor. Don't light off fireworks in the national forest because that's just dumb. And you wind up destroying, what was that? 35,000 acres or something like that from some people's kids from one sparkler. Uh, And then if, if you're not allowed to have campfires, um, Oh, I had a score two days ago. Uh, next adventure on their website right now, they have these little, um, camp stoves with electric strikers and everything built into them. $15 15 bucks for the camp stove, $8 for a 16-ounce bottle of fuel. Uh, you can probably get away with a 4-ounce or if you're just making coffee every morning. You don't hmm. need a lot. So for, you know, 22 bucks or whatever it was, I got out of there with a camp stove and fuel for the weekend in case we can't have a campfire or I don't want to deal with it. So I'm guaranteed to have at least hot coffee in the morning.
1: Hip Camp does have an app for the iPhone. I don't know if it does for Android.
0: I'll, I'll check Android real quick. Um, let's see. Yeah. So yeah, there is a good possibility you'll be in a fire restrictions and things like that. Cause uh, we're not doing the private property camps like we normally do where we have more freedom.
1: Yep. These are all things that I, sorry guys that we're just encouraging you and want to see what you're doing and, and love that people are out there wanting to do stuff And we don't have, this is a lot of planning that you're going to have to do on your own. So the more, you know, the more questions, you know what to ask. Um, I mean, I probably wouldn't ask about, I'm doing air quotes, partying. I probably wouldn't ask about partying on people's property. I would just do it because you're going to be there for one night and then like, yeah, what are they going to do? They're going to leave you a bad review on hip camp and then what?
0: Yeah, and most like all all national forests are pretty cool with drinking booze and stuff like that. Oh, so here's something interesting. This is the first time that I'm going to be running into areas where marijuana is illegal in some of the places where I'm going, Mm -hmm. which is you know something to stress about. You know, it's like you dump your shit at the state line and then wait until you come back and pick it up on your way back through. Like, how do you want to deal with that? You hope that it's still there. You don't want to get busted in Idaho with under an ounce. I think that they're still doing felonies for that. I mean. Hip Camp does exist for Android. Verified. There you go.
1: So if you're looking for a spot, uh, get on there now because they're probably gonna be gone quick if they're not gone already.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a big weekend. You know, it's just before Fourth of July. All sorts of stuff's going on. Everybody's out having a good time. Uh, just want you all to be out there. Be safe. Do everything that uh, you want to do. I think we covered the majority of the shit. Like if you ride, if you're riding in Oregon, you know already that you're going to have to deal with rocks in the road. And
1: you yep. know, there
0: might be a tree down that nobody's taken care of. Yep. Um. So ride, leave, leave some space in your riding ability, you know, ride at 80%, not, not a hundred percent.
1: We're at that time of year where Adam was talking about road conditions are not as good as they would be if the road work and regular annual maintenance had been taken care of. We're also in the time of year where the roads are still good enough that people out there on their cars cutting corners. This is an experience I've had a bunch of times, like headed out to Astoria on two Oh two people cut corners and those corners are gravel and those cars throw the gravel onto the road. And that's not a problem for them because they got four wheels, but it's a bitch for a bike. Yeah. Lawn so trimmings
0: too. people um, are spraying that shit out. The so road.
1: back just, you know, not to be redundant, but back to roads just real briefly, uh, be aware that you might have closures, do your best to avoid those closures or plan for those closures And account those, if you're going off the beaten path, account for those in your fuel consumption.
0: You know, I want to talk about construction sites real quick, too, because what I do, if I'm the first one or the last one in line at the construction site, I pull up pretty close to the flagger with my emergency lights on and I pull all the way off the road and I just kind of I get out of the line because I've seen trucks come through there and just lock up their brakes and slide past the, the flagger and into the construction zone before they ever come to a complete stop. And so if you're waiting in line right in the middle you're just going to get plowed. So yeah. I put my flashers on, I get to the outside edge of the road so that people if there is an emergency situation can get around me on the bike. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, anything else worth talking about for road condition shit?
1: shit. I don't... <laughs> I don't think that I I can't think of anything that we missed. It's impossible to tell you what to plan for because we just don't, we don't know where you're riding. We know where we're riding and we know kind of the hiccups that we might hit where we're going.
0: I think everywhere that's going to be a problem is, um, is food. Like I tried to go to Burgerville yesterday in an area that was, you know, I think they were phase two and they still weren't letting people inside to order for, for Burgerville. They wanted me to go through the drive through with my motorcycle and there was a huge line. And I was like, look, I'm air-cooled. I'm not going to sit here and idle. And I'm like, well, we can't take your order ahead of the other customers and just go in and get it. I was like, fine. So I just wound up riding back into Portland and you yeah. know, getting something in town.
1: Uh, Burgerville, I think, is one of the better companies. I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure. I know Burgerville changed their policy a few years back because of some PR that they were trying to do. but you can ride a bicycle through Burgerville, and I'm pretty sure you can walk through the drive through of Burgerville.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we probably could have. Uh, we were close enough that I didn't want to putz with it, but yeah. if it was an emergency, I probably would have tried walking through.
1: I guarantee you if you really, really need food, you're going to find some three-year-old beef jerky at whatever gas station you're at.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm going to be eating a lot of jerky. <laughs> I'm going to be eating a lot of Little Debbie's. I'm
1: going st- to stack my pockets up with, like... Uh, Cubes, Cliff Bar cubes. They're like gelatin uh, energy
0: shots. Have you ever cooked uh, hot dogs on your exhaust yet?
1: No, I will not cook on my bike. I love her too much.
0: So you can wrap. Well, you don't have to put it all on the exhaust, but you wrap the hot dogs in tinfoil and then take bailing wire or something and either wrap them to your exhaust or (laughs) shove them in between your heads and then go for a a ride. And when you get where you're going, you've got hot, hot dogs.
1: I will eat cold hot dogs before I do that. (laughs) You know, but if you want to listen to what Adam is suggesting and cook hot dogs on your exhaust, I support your decision. I will not be doing that.
0: I cooked a can of soup on the uh, intake of an old Chevy pickup truck that I had used bailing wire and, you know, just kind of wired it up so that it was sitting on top of the intake
1: my concern there I would be worried about it getting too hot and boiling inside of the can and Oh yeah, you got to
0: poke a little hole in the top. Yeah, then it boils out and gets all over your motor. Yeah, but then you can smell it and you know it's time to pull over and eat. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, sir. Yeah. I think everybody's going to have a great weekend. It's going to be tons of fun. I'm really looking forward to seeing the pictures come yes. in. Yes. Um, but like I said, I'm going to be gone for a long time, 6-8 days before we get back.
1: I took 14 days off of work, not include, I mean, like I didn't take 14 days off of work. I have 14 days. Some of that's weekends. Some of that's holidays. I work for the government. And so the 4th of July falls on a Saturday, which means I get the third off, which is fantastic. So that was a day that I saved, but I was able to take a stretch of 14. My plan is to get the hell out of Dodge as far as I can and then get back in time to go back to work.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be awesome. Should be a good time.
1: Assuming I have a motorcycle that works.
0: Yeah. That's Which, been a real stress. Like usually, yeah. I mean, but it wouldn't be already gun run if we weren't doing last minute repairs. I mean, right.
1: Last year it was a sissy bar. We
0: blame it on, we blame it on being too busy for the run. But here it is. We don't have anybody else to prep for. And we're still last minute fixing shit before we get on. I the, mean,
1: I don't know that that's entirely true because the headache with my stuff. So,
0: You have a long story with yours. I do. And
1: there's going to be an episode as soon as my bike is back on the road. There's going to be an episode where a goodly portion of it is going to be me giving you guys the breakdown of all of the headaches that I've been dealing with and just some warnings for consumers. It's really
0: going to be worth paying attention to because he's just gone through, uh, you know, warranty repair situation and, you know, uh, bad product being shipped to him and stuff. So. Yeah. It's going to be really educational and worthwhile.
1: So I'll give you guys the details on that. I'm not going to go into specifics about brands or companies or what exactly that I had to deal with. But my bike has been, when did, when did I borrow the FXR?
0: It's been over a month, hasn't it?
1: I, I don't know, but I that's my my train of thought. My recollection is that, yeah, it's been over a month. My bike has been in the shop waiting for the businesses that I've been dealing with to sort this shit out for over a month.
0: You know, if you had a four-wheeled vehicle, it would occur. It would fall under lemon law right now.
1: Yeah, that's because it's been
0: a... in the shop for more than thirty days.
1: That's that's a bitch. Why doesn't that apply to motors? Oh, because they're probably because they're luxury vehicles.
0: Probably, it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. Like if you have a a car that's in the shop for more than 30 days and they can't fix it, you can lemon law that shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad that I have friends with extra bikes who are willing and courageous enough to loan them to me. Um, I'm glad that I have a car to get me to and from work and that I don't rely on my motorcycle for my livelihood. And that doesn't make it any less frustrating and any less of a headache. It's been a real bitch and a half.
0: I, uh, I agree. I didn't know when I was lending you that bike that you were going to have it for a month. I didn't either, <laughs> but I'm fine with it. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, not when ride you it. want
1: it. When you want it back, take it back. Yeah, I got an 821 credit score. I'll just go buy another motorcycle. It's dick. <laughs> no, you I, and won't. Your I don't have real that, world fucking money. I don't. Shit. No, man, I don't have that kind of money. I have the credit to get a loan, but I don't have the money to make the monthly payments, regardless of how low they are. Hey you know, okay,
0: man, you're only two years away from a perfect credit score if you just like buy something and claim bankruptcy. So Shit. Go buy two we'll, bikes.
1: We'll uh we'll talk off the air. There's that beautiful fucking road glide special yeah. at, at latest right now. Maybe I'll just go pull the trigger on that, load up the saddlebags and hit the road. Fuck. I it. mean,
0: you know, all they have to do to for insurance is recover the frame. We should get off the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: stories for later when we're not recording things.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I really don't have a lot to talk about today. I wanted to get that information out there. You know, remind people to bring a paper map if you if you're not sure that you'll have cell service where you're at. You know.
1: this is the week of, but starting so starting right now, you can go to latest. Starting Tuesday, you can go to Motocorsa. Both of those locations in the Portland area carry Butler maps. I cannot stress enough. We've talked about them a bunch online, but you might find yourself in an area where you got no cell service and no GPS, and you need a paper map. And those maps are unfuckwithable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And get if you get yourself
1: one for the region that you're in, they make them for the entire country.
0: If you follow Or Gun Runners on Facebook, um, I just posted up a bunch of pictures from my Butler map the other day trying to you know, give people some ideas of roads that they might like and different areas that they're going to. So I picked up like my top five places that I like to ride and just zoomed in on the map and took some pictures and uploaded them so people can kind of get some general information on it.
1: Cool. And as far as the advice, the legal advice for camping and traveling and all that kind of stuff that we got from Law Tigers, don't take this as gospel because it may not happen, but we are trying to get it put up somewhere that you all will have access to it. So you can see what those uh, bits of advice from uh, legal experts are.
0: Oh, and I just got a message from the person that I'm riding with. And they picked up some, um, some oil and brake fluid, which I think is, you know, a good call. Yeah. I'll- I never think to bring brake fluid, but we did go on a ride once where, you know, there was just, there was a little bit of dust. They got underneath this seal on the, on the reservoir. Mm-hmm. And it was just pump and brake fluid out, and then all we literally all we had to do was fix it. To fix it was wipe the threads off and put the cap back on. And it was sealed. Yep. But there we were out of brake fluid in the middle of nowhere.
1: That's the thing that happens. Brake fluid, uh, oil, depending on the year and vintage and quality of repair and condition of your motorcycle, you might not need. You might not need oil. It's depending on how far you're riding depending on where you're riding. But one of the things I know that we've touched on this, it bears repeating on top of tires. I don't care personally how recently you did an oil change. If you're doing over a thousand miles in a single run over a weekend, do an oil change. Yeah. It's going to cost you at the out, uh, like on the outside, it's going to cost you 80 bucks and a couple hours of your time to do it. Just, just do it.
0: Yeah. Get it done. And as far as carrying oil, the nice thing is, is like, if you wind up in a catastrophic situation and you're able to manufacture a repair that fixes whatever it was that was leaking, a quart of oil, if you limp it, might be enough to get you into a safe area, whereas dry, you're not going to make it 10 miles before your engine seizes up, you know? So there's... There's, you know, but everybody has their own idea of what they need to carry. I'm excessive. I've got two tool bags that I bring. I bring JB weld. I bring Loctite. I bring, you know, a variety of tools to fix anything that I need. Yeah. Uh, extra wire. I bring hoses and stuff like that with, but you know, I very rarely do I ever have to use that stuff, but I do have other people's bikes where I've, I've had to do things. Yeah. You know, um, we fixed a friend of mine's clutch with two sticks and a couple of hose clamps. Because his clutch cable, the adjuster had broken and the centerpiece fell out. So the the housing had essentially made it too long. So Mm -hmm. we were able to span that out with a couple of sticks and hose clamp it down so that the cable could still move in there tightly. Nice. Yeah, fun stuff.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I'm probably going to carry more stuff on this trip than I do on your average trip just because I if plans go to plan, I'll be riding a lot further in a single Trek than I ever have before. Yeah. Now I'm planning to stick mostly to civilization and I have real cities that I'm stopping in along the way. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't need to plan for something between those cities.
0: Credit cards, AAA plus.
1: Oh shit. I need to add. Yeah. Speaking of that, I'm going to double down on Adam's AAA+. plus. I don't have it yet, but it's a matter of 15 minutes on the internet and I will be, I will be uh, signing up for it. Even if it's just for this trip and then I cancel it, I'll have that before I hit that. I mean, road. it's a
0: hundred dollars for the year. Yeah. I'm you know, done. It's, it's nothing. It, yep. So, uh, and here's the other neat thing is they will let you start their service with the first time you need it. So instead of just calling a tow company, call AAA. Pay the hundred bucks and cover yourself for a hundred mile tow, because just the pickup the just the hookup fee before they put the the motorcycle on the trailer is going to cost you a hundred dollars. So everything after that is free, and you've got the AAA Plus for the rest of the year. So, you know, and I am not saying wait until the last minute. You know, get your AAA Plus, but if you do wind up in a bad situation, call AAA before you call a tow company. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that pretty much at least covers us through a break at this point. I don't know if you want to call it or.
1: Um. Well, let's uh, let's take a break, shoot the shit, see if there's anything else that comes to mind, and then come back and sign off, or come back and spew more nonsense at you guys. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. All
0: right, we're recording again. Back Beautiful. From break.
1: I made water. <laughs> yeah, you
0: did. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they'll probably be able to hear the toilet, like, just refilling right, as right, at, the,
1: right at the end as we sign Getting on, there. Back on. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect. Everybody poops. Everybody pees. I don't feel embarrassed about it. I was not raised in a Catholic household where I'm supposed to be ashamed of all my normal bodily functions.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did grow up in a Catholic household. And that was one thing my parents never really made a big deal out of. Like, poop and pee. Like, they, that was never. Like, well, my dad used to send us into the yard. Sometimes like, oh, you go piss in the front yard.
1: Yeah. Our I just neighbors hated us, know, <laughs> way back. This is like over a decade now, but like family guy. It's like, yeah. "Oh, we're potty training our child. Well, the standard is still, uh, everybody poops. Uh, there's a slight, slightly less popular. Nobody poops, but you. And, uh, then Peter's like, oh, well we're Catholic. And the guy says, oh, well then you want, you're a naughty child. And that's concentrated evil coming out the back of you. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm trying to pull up the things for the contest. That is that on the Oregon Run Insta, I think? Let me I try. don't
1: know if it's on Oregon Run or it Ride More, Talk Less. Entertain or these people for a minute. Both. I'm going gonna,
0: gonna to find um, that.
1: I don't know how to entertain these people for a moment. Um, I, got, I heard a joke a couple days ago, and now I'm completely blanking on it. It was really funny, and now... Uh, I don't I don't have it anymore. I really enjoy uh, no joke jokes like jokes that sound like jokes, but they're not funny like anti jokes like a horse walks into a bar and the bartender says why the long face and the horse whinnies stomps on the floor and takes a shit (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) because why would a horse understand English or speak it.
0: All right, I got it.
1: You got some hashtags. Adam's got some hashtags for you guys for the upcoming weekend, for the contest that we're running that involves the giveaway of
0: Senna 50S. Dual pack. Senna 50S
1: dual pack. Those beautiful, beautiful humans at Senna who have been sponsors with us from very early on are sticking with it. Um, We did not ask for anything from our sponsors this year, except participation and stoke. And Senna said, well, we love participation in Stoke. You know what else we love is the writing community. So how do you feel about a 50S dual pack as part of your giveaway? So part of the giveaway for the hashtag uh, event for this weekend is a Senna 50S dual pack.
0: So we're giving away the Senna 50S dual pack. We're giving away... Two tickets for Oregon run.
1: I've never been clear on that. I uh, well, think, that I think we're we can away. guarantee we can guarantee you that at least one at least okay. one ticket for the Oregon run for next year. At will least be, one
0: Oregon run ticket and, and maybe a second and maybe a second and definitely a Fifty 50s dual pack is going out yep. uh, to enter that challenge. You know, We're going to do it on Instagram. Take pictures of your of your adventures with some Ori Gun Run merch in the picture, whether it's a t-shirt, your COVID rocker, your hat, write, ride party repeat on a piece of cardboard at this point, like whatever yeah. it is you got to do to, to get your shit on. Hashtag ride apart repeat is going to be the one that gets you in the challenge. Tag Ori Gun Run in it. Tag ride more talk less in it. Uh, RMTL. You know, whoever it is that you want to be on that. But make sure that you have that that, uh, hashtag ride apart repeat so that you get entered in for those great prizes.
1: Yeah, I am stoked. I hope that you guys are half as stoked as I am.
0: I wish that I could get in the contest. Like, I mean. I kind of, I wouldn't mind a 50S. Sure. I'd be kind of excited. I mean, the Oregon run tickets, I'd just have to find somebody to give them to because I go for free anyway. (laughs) Yes, as much
1: as we would like that, rest assured that we are not eligible as uh, members of the core crew here with Ride More Talk Less. We're not stealing your opportunity. So get out there and get yourself entered.
0: Yeah, because if you guys don't, then somebody will. That's for sure.
1: Somebody has to win. This is not the lottery. Somebody has to win.
0: Yeah, we're giving it away. We're giving it away this weekend, 26th to the 29th. Get out there. Take your pictures. Hashtag Ride More Talk Less. Hashtag Ride Apart Repeat. Hell yeah! Hashtag Oregon Run, hashtag COVID twenty twenty, hashtag yeah. Dumpster Fire twenty twenty,
1: hashtag anything you want to hashtag. But you have can ride add, apart repeated. Put there. yeah. Put put as many funny hashtags as you want. Just make sure one of them is hashtag Ride Apart Repeat.
0: Yeah, let's really get that sorting job to be a pain in the ass for Jeff. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah, you can. I think, well, we didn't put a limit on how many pictures people could upload. It's just the most popular pictures, the ones that get voted on the most are the ones that we're going to judge for their prizes. That was my, yeah, that was my But there's no limit. People can upload as many pictures as they want.
1: Yeah. As many times as you enter is as many times as you get entered in for consideration. And then it's going to be basically based on uh, crowdsourced, crowd, yeah, crowdsourced upvotes. So people who are on there hashtagging and people who are on there voting on things, liking things that they see is going to
0: push you up. Instagram likes butts. I've noticed that. Yeah. Like,
1: you know, me and Instagram, me and Instagram like butts. It's true. Me and Instagram and my ex-girlfriend. We all like butts.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a bad three way me, my Instagram and my ex-girlfriend. It I mean,
1: depends like, on whether or not you have a not safe for work Instagram.
0: I mean, it sounds like a, a dinner party I wouldn't want to go to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a great dinner, honey. Why are you on your
1: phone again? Instagram's got to be here, babe.
0: Yeah, it's me, Instagram, my ex-girlfriend. We're going out to dinner. Yeah. Uh, All right, man, that, I don't, man. I think we're done. Yeah, for we today. love you
1: guys. Ride safe. Have fun. Ride party, repeat. Ride a part repeat. And just love yourselves. Don't push yourselves too hard. Make sure that uh, you're being safe with that fun.
0: And for shits and giggles, it is approximately, what? what is it, 2.30 or 3.30 right now? 2.30? 2.30. 2.26. It is 2.26 p.m. I'm going to do a quick edit on this thing and trim it up for public consumption, upload it today, uh, which is Sunday, the 21st. Yeah, it's
1: Father's Day. If you haven't called your fathers, call your fathers. Oh, yeah, I got to do or that. Or if your father is a piece of shit and you hate him, call your surrogate father. Or call your grandpa who raised you because your dad was a deadbeat and disappeared from your life. Or if, call your mom if you never had a dad that you knew about.
0: If you're angry at your dad and you want to have a good time, call one of your friends that has a kid and remind them that you don't have a kid and you're going out to ride your motorcycle this weekend. <laughs> Hashtag ride apart repeat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, so that's going to be going up here within the next hour. You'll have it in your hands and you guys can listen to this and then laugh and be like those motherfuckers should just do this live.
1: I was going to say happy, happy not a Father's Day, Adam, but you are a father.
0: I am I am kind of a father. Yeah. yeah. Well. I'm not a father figure. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all. See you soon.
1: Later.